All right. I'm going to get started here. Luke is gone. He succumbs to the illness. So I'm back. Sorry. All right. Game. All right. So tonight's going to be a little bit different, changing it up in Luke's absence. So we're going to be more interactive tonight. I'm going to start with more of a devotional in the beginning, talking about the gospel, the importance of sharing it, and how we can share it. And then I'm going to use the whiteboard for part of it. So there will be some interaction. You guys will be talking. We'll be, be discussing some things. And then we're going to have a longer time of discussion groups at the end where everybody's going to have a chance to share the gospel with a staff member. So be thinking about that. How are you going to be sharing the gospel? Yep. All right. So, talking about sharing the gospel, um, this is going to be going, so if you remember, a couple weeks ago, I did a short series on Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10, talking about the gospel. And so this is springboarding off of that, and we're going to go into this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for us first, and then we'll get started. Lord, thank you for the good news of the gospel. Thank you that there is good news, that we get to be saved by you. There is a path to be made right with Christ. Father, I pray that you just help us tonight to be able to just be glorifying you for that truth, be praising you, worshiping you for what you have done in our lives and for and the lives of so many. For those here who are not saved, Lord, I pray that you would touch their hearts, that they would recognize their need for salvation, and that they would come to know you. And Father, I pray that you just help me tonight, help me to just worship you and to have my eyes fixed on you. Praise Jesus' name. Amen. How has Christ changed you? Think in, in your life. We're starting this, this series of snippets. Jeff started us off tonight of sharing his testimony. So you'll hear from every staffer here eventually. It'll be a long time before we get through all of us, but you'll hear all of our testimonies and how how Christ has changed us in our lives. So how how has he changed you? How has Christ impacted your life? If you're a believer, you should have some story like that, some testimony, how God has changed you, how he has impacted your life. He has, how he has saved you from your life of sin. And we saw in Ephesians 2, you were dead in your trespasses and sins. And now you are alive together with Christ. How did that transition happen? How did you get saved? What's your testimony in that? If if you don't have one, um, if you have no way of seeing how you've been changed, how you're different, then you're not saved. Then you're still stuck in your trespasses and sins. You're still dead in, in the way you're walking. And so it's important to, to look at your life to see, am I any different? Have I changed? Or am I still living the same life I've always lived? I'm still out for myself. I'm still worshiping my own thoughts, my own desires. It's very important to examine your life to see, am I in the faith? Or, or am I not? And if you are, you have that, that 
uh, moment you've been changed. You can see, point to things in your life and see, oh, yeah, God has changed me in this area. I used to be just a constant liar and just used to always be thinking about what I can get out of people. Now, now he's changed my heart. Now I'm trying to fight that. And I'm trying to, to fight against that. I'd be truthful to, to look out for other people's interests above my own. Hopefully you have things like that you can point to in your life. God, God has saved us, if you're a Christian. Not only has he saved you, he's prepared good works for you to do. That's what we saw at the tail end of Ephesians 2 and verse 10. We saw that he prepared good works for us, that we should walk in them. And so some of those good works are sharing the gospel with people. If we go to Matthew chapter 28. Uh, I'm not going to be in any one passage. I'm jumping around, but you can turn there if you want. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 through 20. This is after the resurrection, after Jesus died and was raised again. And he appeared to the disciples. So before he, he went up into heaven, he left them with his charge. And us as well. Verse 18, Matthew 28 says, And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is this is our purpose. Is, God has laid out for us to share him, to tell others about him. And they see some commands in there. It says, go, go make disciples to you know, baptize people and to teach them about Christ. So that's, that's our mandate here as believers. We're here to not only to, to just be saved and to have a ticket to heaven, but we're here to serve. We're here to proclaim Christ to people. That's, that's our job. And so it, it can be hard for us to share this gospel. It can be intimidating and, and so that's what we're going to talk about some of that tonight, just so you guys are more comfortable with sharing the gospel. As believers, we should each be doing it. We know that's here in this passage. But it's just, how can, I, how can I do it better? How can I feel more comfortable with it? And what are some things I can do in it? So here in this passage, is just, it's a very clear, a clear mandate. And I want you guys to just, just be encouraged with that part at the end where it says, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This isn't us doing it by ourselves. It can be scary sometimes. It can be hard speaking up, but God's with us. This is, this is God's command. He is with us. His Holy Spirit, if you're a believer, is inside of you, helping you find the words to say. Sometimes we don't even know what to say. He, he helps us. He, he recalls things to mind that we've learned. He brings scripture passages to our minds, and we can use those to talk to people about him. So it, it can be hard. It's in the one way the gospel is very simple. It's just God, man, Christ response, and we'll get into that. It's a very, very simple thing, and and it's something that we all know. But then it, it can be very complex. You can get confused sometimes and trip over yourself and think like, okay, well, we got to go back to the beginning, and we're going to talk about Adam and Eve, and oh, no, we got before that, God created the heaven and earth. And then, like, oh, I don't even know who God is, and so I'm going to go into that. And, um, and then you just start jumping around the Bible, and you're like, well, sometimes it just doesn't make sense that 
that God is is man and he's God, and you start trying to try and explain some of those things, and it can be very complicated. There's a God is a complicated God. He's not just a simple fit-in-your-box type of God. He's big and greater than us, and we can't fully comprehend him. And so sometimes it can be intimidating. You're trying to explain God. He, you don't even fully understand to somebody else who has, doesn't even have the same foundation as you and doesn't even speak the same language and terms. You say the word grace. You say the word sin. People might not know what that even means. And so sometimes it's just very confusing and hard to approach that in a conversation with people. But it doesn't have to be complicated when we explain it. It can be a simple message. And it's to, because even, even somebody like Peter and some of these disciples, they were able to get this message, and they're just fishermen. And God, God didn't choose the most educated people of the world to proclaim his message. Peter is a fisherman. He's one of the most least likely to be able to spread the gospel, to build the foundation of the church on. He's just uneducated fisherman, but God chose him to spread the good news. And so you don't have to know all the answers. You don't have to know everything. It's You're just preaching Christ. You're preaching what you know, what you've learned about him. And one thing we really need to remember is it's not us doing the work. You can say words, you can preach the gospel and tell others about Jesus, but it's not our job to save people. As, you, as I read here, our job is to make disciples, baptize, teach. It doesn't say, and to save. That's not, that's not our job. Our job is not to save people. It's God's job. And so it's very comforting. And as you're sharing the gospel, as you're trying to Preach the good news. You don't have to save them. You might mess up. You will probably mess up. I've messed up many times. It doesn't matter. It matters that you're proclaiming what you know. You're proclaiming Christ. And God takes care of the salvation part. That's, that's something that you can rest in. That can be very encouraging. Sometimes when we're, when we're doing this, this can be leading to fear of man. And... This can prevent us from sharing the gospel. You, you turn to your uh, classmate or your friend or fellow TYG, and, you're just, and it's maybe just awkward. Like, Even if it's a Christian, you know they're already saved, and you're trying to tell them something good that Christ has done in your life or to bring in some encouragement or something, talk about Christ, and it can be awkward, and you're just like, I don't know what to say here. Just like It's, it's awkward to just bring up Christ in this conversation. But that's, that's fearing man instead of fearing God. As we have to remember, Christ is the one who is in control. He's the one who we serve. We don't serve man. Especially in a country like America, like, what's the worst something that's going to do to you? They're going to reject you. They're going to make fun of you, um, bully you a little bit maybe, and just not talk to you. But they're not going to kill you like in some other countries. It's, it's, we don't have it that bad here, even. But we still have that same fear, of fear of man, and just not knowing like, just what, what, what could happen. What's, what will they think of me if I open my mouth and, and speak Christ? I want to turn uh, to a couple, couple passages about that, just touching on that. Uh, first one is Hebrews. Uh, thir- uh, Hebrews 13.6 says, So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? Hebrews 13, 
do to me. Another passage similar in Psalm 56, 3 through 4 says, When I am afraid, I put my trust in you, in God, whose word I praise. In God I trust, I shall not be afraid. What can flesh do to me? Some of these passages can be encouraging. You just turn to passages like this and you're feeling discouraged and you feel like, I don't know what they're going to say. What are they, what are they going to think of me? You're fearing man. You're trying to show the gospel. Just, just think of these passages. Like, what, what can man do to you? And man can do a lot in some, in some instances. And in some of these uh, passages, like in, in Hebrews, for example, there was a lot of persecution going on back then. Obviously, man can do a lot to, to you. They can kill you. But in the end, what does that even matter? Like, you have a second life. You have life with Christ, eternal life with him if you're saved. And so they, they can't really take away what's most important to you, which is Christ. And so that, that has to be the forefront of your mind. We're not sharing Christ so that we can get a bunch of friends. We're not sharing Christ so that people will look at you like, oh, wow, this guy's awesome. He's, he shares Christ. We're sharing Christ so that Christ is magnified, so Christ is glorified. That's the point of it all. That's the point of, of our life, is making much of Christ. He is what matters. And so when we're, when we're, sharing, when we're sharing, our, sharing the gospel, and we can be tempted to fear man, just remember, we're doing it for him. We're doing it for Jesus. And as we approach evangelism as you're approaching sharing the gospel with people you gotta remember it's not just all about speaking too there's a lifestyle if you approach your classmate your friend your family member and you're trying to share the gospel and you're saying all these things about jesus and how you need to live your life for him and all these things and then they're like i mean wait he's not even doing it though he's not living his life for jesus he's off here doing all this crazy stuff, and he's just just a hypocrite. You don't want that. Uh, it has to be part of your life, too. It's not just something you say, it's something you do. Like the gospel has to be a part of you. You have to be saved. You have to be changed by the gospel. And that's an important part of it, is just living it out. You can't just be saying it all the time and then just never living by it, never actually applying it to your life. And so that has to be become part of you, become who you are. And that can be, you can be a great influence to people that way too. People look at your life and say, wow, something's different. Like he didn't have to come out and say that and confess that he did this or did that. You didn't have to um, have, a, have, a, uh, have a life like that, but he did. And, and then why would he do that? I was like, well, like, Maybe people will ask you, and you just tell them, well, yep, yeah, because I, I love Christ. I serve Christ. Maybe, yeah, I'm sleeping when the boss isn't here. Um, there's no reason to do that, because no of the rest of my coworkers do that. But I'm doing it because I'm serving Christ. And you can use those opportunities in your life to proclaim him and to point back to him. You don't just don't respond and say, oh, yeah, just because I'm raised to be a good person. Or, oh, yeah, just, I mean, that's a good thing to do. You can use those opportunities to say, yeah, because... Yeah, I serve Christ. I, I love him. And use those opportunities for the gospel in your life. But there has to be some talking. The most important part of evangelism is talking. Yeah, to, how will people 
know unless they unless they hear it. You can't just automatically get saved. You have to, it has to be somebody speaking the words and telling them about Jesus. And so that has to be a, the, the most important part of your evangelism is proclaiming Christ. You have to be speaking into people's lives. So some of the, the four things, and they're in your notes, and we'll, we'll get into them a little bit, is uh, God, man, Christ, and response. So those are very four, four easy ways to remember the gospel to... Uh, as you're fumbling about and trying to like, I gotta say something and I don't know what to say. Just remember, God, man, Christ, response. I've talked on it before a couple times recently, and we'll go we'll go through that whiteboard in a little bit. But I think the hardest part about sharing the gospel for me, at least, is starting it. And you just like feel like I, I feel like I should say something here. I gotta say something, and you're like, ah, do I say now? Do I do I speak now? Like. Well, I just got to wait. Oh, wait. The, the moment's not perfect. Like, like what, what do I even say? And then you're just like, uh, and then it, the moment's gone and you, you stalled out. and uh, Or you just like start blurting something out and it's awkward. And uh, it's, it can be, it can be hard starting it. But anyways, it can be awkward. That's fine. Uh, but the important part is that you, you've, you're sharing, that you're, you're speaking to people's lives. So it doesn't have to be this perfect rehearsed thing, and then you figured out, I got, I got the perfect thing. I got it down to a T. I got this formula, and it's a 10-step plan. It's a guaranteed plan that's going to save you, and, uh, and there's nothing like that. It's, some people can say there's something. There's not. Uh, it's just you being real, you sharing what Christ has done in your life, sharing who God is and, and how, how to be saved. And so it's... It can be awkward, but you just got yeah, just got to start talking. Something for me that has been helpful is there's always bad stuff going on in the world, right? Your your classmates at school, your friends or whatever whoever you're talking to is always knows is up up on the latest of the bad stuff that's going on in the world, and so you can use that to your advantage. As if there's a shooting or if there's a natural disaster or something going on, and you can turn those conversations that are already happening to Christ. Somebody's, if there's a shooting, for example, or something, then you can just say, yeah, there's, you never know when you're going to die. Like, it could happen any moment. Like, how, if you were to die, like, where would you go? What would happen to you? And so that gets them talking about what do they think happens when they die. A lot of people just don't want to think about death. So they're going to think about, yeah, I'm going to die. I'm going to just, and they go, They'll formulate in their minds like whether or not um, they believe in a God or what God, and and that can be a very good springboard for you to share about what you believe when happens when you die. And you can just ask them questions about what they're saying and they're believing, and you can share share what's on your heart about Christ. A very easy way to get into the gospel, uh, just using what people are already talking about, all the bad things in this world. So that's that's a that's an easier way to get in there, a more natural way. But it it can also just be um, asking them what they think about Christ. You want to be more bold and just think about, hey, what do you think about Christ? Or um, been, that's something I actually I learned in at, at church on Sunday. Just start talking about stuff you learned at, at church or youth group. Uh, just sharing what you've been learning recently and lead that into the gospel. But it's it's a 
asking questions can be helpful. Uh, just asking them, what do they believe? Uh, and why they believe that? And just digging into people a little bit, asking questions can be, can be very helpful for you. And something, it can be good as well as, as you're talking to them. A lot of people are, in our area at least, are agnostic. They just don't even know who is God? Like, why is God? And so just getting back to uh, the source for their morality. They, a lot of people believe in, in morals and stuff. And so getting back to their source and seeing, like, okay, you're believing in, in this, but it has to come from somewhere. And just getting back to that has to come from God. It has to come from the creator of the universe and, and, lead, and lead into the gospel that way. Or a lot of people here are also Catholic. And so as you're talking to somebody, you might think, like, well, we kind of believe the same thing. And just like it seems like they're talking about Jesus and God, and, and it seems like very similar, but it's not. It's, it's a works-based uh, theology. You can turn back to passages like Ephesians 2, where it's talking about we're not saved by good works. And you can just turn to passages like that and show, like, yeah, it's, it's not us doing something. It's God. And so with people like that who are trying to earn their salvation, Catholics or other people as well, uh, a lot of people just try to like, well, I'm just a good person. Just, we just explain to them, there, there's nobody good, there's not even one. And so going into that and and talking about, it's not us, it's up to, it's Christ, it's His work on the cross that accomplishes my salvation, your salvation. It's, it's nothing that you and I can do. Then um, something we all have to be mindful as well is as you're talking. With someone about the gospel, don't just talk at them. Don't just preach at them. Just don't just tell them you're a horrible sinner. Turn or burn. You're gonna die. Uh, that's not. That's not great. Uh, that's not very loving. That's not very, uh, very done in a good way. And so it's helpful to share how Christ has saved you. Say, yeah, I, I'm a sinner. I I was uh, in this place before, and now I've been changed. And guess what? I'm still not perfect. Uh, a lot of times that can be a temptation of trying to put on this face of, I'm a Christian, now I have to be perfect. Uh, I can't, can't show that I'm sinning still because uh, I'm changed. But no, you talk about your sin. Talk about how, yeah, I still, I still suck. I'm, just, I'm, still, I'm still bad. I just believe in the God who's good. And his grace and his goodness saves me from my sin. And that, that can be helpful as well. You're not just like, Telling somebody that they're bad, and put them on the defense, but you're, you're sharing, oh, I'm, I'm bad too. Uh, and I, I need God, and you need God, we all need God. So just keep that in mind as well. Be humble, um, humble with it. And just, no matter how they respond, um, just be loving. Just, you can try to get in arguments sometimes. People try to like lead you on rabbit trails and talking about stuff that's not central to the gospel. Just always try to bring it back, try to be loving. Um, just keep it focused, focused on Christ. So I'm going to uh, use a whiteboard. We're going to go into God, man, Christ's response. And so in this, you might not be able to read my handwriting. I'm sorry. I, Luke is bad. Uh, I'm worse. <laughs> so God... Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man. 
getting worse. Here we go. Christ. And then response. And so you have these in your notes too, so you could uh, write them down. You can, you can take notes on these as we're going. But so what I want is all of us to talk now, okay? So you guys are responding. Uh, so let's just go through this and bring out bullet points, some things that we can talk about as we're sharing the gospel. This will be helpful for you in the future. This will be helpful for you in a couple minutes when you guys are practicing sharing the gospel. So what are some things when we're talking about the gospel with people that we want to talk about God? Shout it out. How he died for us. Okay. And put that under Christ. He required protection. He exists? Yes. Exists? Okay. Yes, I don't know how to spell. Character? Okay. Good character. Control, authority with authority. Father. Father, okay. Sovereign. Creator. Oh, we're good. Yes. Creator. The creator. The creator. Sovereign. Divine. Sovereign. 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 Uh, what's the matter, Wes? Merciful. Just. Perfect. Perfect. Eternal. Eternal. One more. He's holy. Yeah. Gracious. Gracious. Humble. Humble. Okay. Let's go to man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, oh, you can't read it, but it's there. Man, this scribble right here is crater. Alright. Dust. 
or a response from somebody. And so this, these are things that you can say to get to that point of response. Repent. So you're, you're encouraging them to repent. Okay? Believe. 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 Trust in Christ. Uh, in need of the Savior. Acknowledge their need. Need. Yeah. Worship. Recognize mm. the need of the Savior. Worship. Searching. Fellowship. Fellowship. Hope. Prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Change. Change. Hope, prayer, be the salt, be the light, be the salt. Changed heart. No, wait, no, Be the salt. Commission. Be the salt and light. Come as you are. Come as you are. Be the salt and light. What was that, Mike? Salt and light. What? Humility. Humility. Yeah, all these are really hard. Trust. Trust. Reconcile. Reconcile. Okay. Receive grace. <laughs> that was complicated. Reach. Obey. That is not up there. That's good. Obey. Uh, preach. Is worship up there? Yes. Be discipled. Be discipled. Born again. Grace. Grace, you said? Praise. Praise. Yes. Praise. Baptism. Dependent. Dependent. All right. And that. That's beautiful, Josiah. All right. That translated. Wait, are we going to read them all? Okay. All right, so in the God section, we have exists, character, good, authority, father, creator, sovereign. I don't know what I'm... Merciful. 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 Just, perfect, eternal, holy, gracious, humble. Christ, we have God, man, died for us, raised three days. Son, sacrifice, redeemer. Savior, Holy Lamb, Judge, everything we need, humble servant, shepherd, word of God, righteous, defeated death, king, prince of peace, lion, uh, oh, I skipped man. man, sinner, image of God, broken, rebel, character bad, treacherous, wicked, helpless, dead, condemned, filthy, dust, prideful, lazy, lustful, sin, mortal, in response, we have repent, believe, need, worship, fellowship, change, hope, prayer, commission, come as you are, salt and light, humility, trust, reconcile, receive grace, obey, preach, be discipled, born again, praise, baptism, 
and dependent. Thank you. All right. So, hopefully this helps you think through it uh, as you are going to be sharing the gospel. Just things to think about. Some words to come to mind. Some words to think about. Uh, hopefully you wrote them down and aren't looking at this. Uh, but yeah, so I just encourage you guys, we're going to break up now, but I just want to encourage you to be thinking of ways you can share the gospel, thinking about people you can be sharing the gospel with, and just ho- hope that this is, encourages you, it makes it easier for you to share the gospel. Yeah. So we're going to break up now in, in discussion groups, but I want it further broken up, just not normal discussion groups like smaller groups, like one staffer per however many students that works out to. Um, And just try to uh, get through each person. Uh, Each person takes a turn sharing the gospel with uh, the staff member. Okay? So, yes, it's going to be awkward. Yes, you don't know all the words to say. This is a safe place to try it out. So, all right, let's break up. Is there enough staff for each person? No, there may be a couple students per staff. Just please run on